welcome to the Owning Your Sexual Self podcast, a place for you to listen and explore all things surrounding sex positivity. I'm your host, Rachel Main, sex therapist and educator, intimacy coach, awesome wife to my husband, Danny, board of directors member and team leader with Pure Romance, and best of all, a work from home dog mom to my favorite pups, Bane and Tater. After starting my Pure Romance business, I quickly learned how much sexuality education was lacking within my community and how much shame was placed on things like fantasies, masturbation, and sexual dysfunctions. I'm on a mission to make this world a more sex-positive place, and with this podcast, I hope to reach thousands of people. I'll bring real-life experiences to the surface and normalize them by offering a non-judgmental view. If you can get down with that, then tune in every Monday and let's change this fucking world. Hope you enjoyed last week's episode around body positivity and how to be helpful in avoiding body shaming. Um, actually recording only a day later in present time, but you're listening to this probably a week later. Um, but I have another bestie here. I told you we guys we had an amazing 4th of July weekend. All the besties came in from all over the U.S. And I have another one here with me, Nina Hageman. We also met through Pure Romance. Um, and she's also a little bit, well, not too much younger than me. Megan was so much younger. I was like, just a little young Meg. Um, but so Nina is going to share with us today her experiences with online dating. Um, I, You guys all know I've been married for two years. Danny and I have been together for over seven years. And so I feel I live a little bit vicariously through Nina and all of her stories and adventures that she experiences. So, hi, tell us about you. Hey, Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) I'm super super, uh, excited to be here, so thanks for interviewing me. Uh, So, I'm from Minnesota, so uh, fellow Midwesterners, whoop whoop. (laughs) I uh, have actually kind of been that person who's always been in a relationship since I've been 18 years old. I had a boyfriend right out of high school, went to college with a boyfriend, that was a mistake. Uh, and then I had like three, four serious boyfriends in college. And then when I got out of college, I ended up moving to the Twin Cities. And then the boyfriend ended up following me. And we were together for like six years. And then unfortunately it had ended. And we'll kind of get into that, I guess, later. But, yeah. um, and now I've actually been this, been, it's been that I've been single for the longest <laughs> period of actually my entire life now. So, so yeah, so I'm just excited to share some things that I've been experiencing being single. So, yes. And I'm sure for someone that was in a relationship for most of your life, I, I can relate to that as well. Like, I, there was a time when my ex and I had broken up, and then that time in between until I met Danny and like dating, and it, it's so freaking hard, especially when you're in like your later 20s. Like, yeah, when you date, it's like you're usually in high school or college, and it's like, do you want to pick me up and go to the movies? And then it's like <laughs> transition into like more of that adult life dating, and then even yeah. even now in just today's world, how everything is changing, it's uh, yeah, I, I can't. It's ugh, it's awful. Like. It's like it's very you, different from oh, when we were in college. Yeah. yeah. I okay so you decided so before you got into online dating did you like did you try just talking to people at bars or I was like yeah so (laughs) that's first and foremost like people who work in an all-female industry it's really hard to find people Mm -hmm. um and it, it was also to the point in my life where I felt like all of my friends did have boyfriends or husbands and it was hard because they're like oh yeah like my creepy brother-in-law is single and it was like not my type (laughs) at all and 
so it did make it kind of hard. So then that's when I was just like, okay, well, like, I'm not going to meet someone through work, so might as well just take the leap and do online dating, even mm-hmm. though in the back of my mind I was like, ugh. <laughs> like, yeah. it has a bad it's stigma scary, to it. It's scary, yeah. <clears throat> and yeah, it can be scary. What, um, so what apps have you used or what apps do you recommend for people? So I started out with Tinder, and that was, like, back when it was probably, this was probably oh, man, this was probably, like, like three years ago and that was before it became what it is now (laughs) and then I moved to Hinge probably like a year later and um those are the only two that I've actually tried but I know people like Bumble Mm -hmm. um that's really the only three that I know of yeah I've heard the best things about Hinge if you're looking at it for Mm -hmm. for legit dating because I think we all are very clear that some people are on these apps like solely for hooking up and then others are literally looking for a lifelong partner do you mm-hmm. so just kind of off topic but do you feel like when you're we're looking through profiles like that that is pretty clear like you can tell who's there for a hookup and who's not yeah for sure uh for anyone mm-hmm. who is single and they you know are on dating apps you can clearly see like all the guys who are just like showing their body um the nice thing about hinge is you can really weed those people out not only through pictures but also by the way that they answer their response or like the prompts mm-hmm. so you can see a lot about their personality just by what they answer for the questions like people who are total meatheads they're like oh my favorite like the way to my heart is food or the way to my heart is the gym and it's just like mm. it's not like a personality <laughs> it's just super bland and that's just easy to weed people out that way hmm. yeah okay hinge, hinge is really really similar to the way instagram is laid out like you can see their personality you can heart stuff it's not just swipe left or right so it's okay. a lot more to it than just tinder which is just yeah, pictures which is why you probably or i've heard that you have better look so mm-hmm. So by what so in that my dating time I did a little bit online dating I was on eHarmony. Oh my god. Oh my god. You know, I feel like eHarmony is like for older people yes. and I for whatever reason my mom was on match.com for like literally my entire childhood life and so I was like I can't do match cuz my mom was on match.com so I'm going to do eHarmony come to find out she's on all the things but um so my problem with online dating I only went on one online date but I talked to him through like text and phone call and everything for like three weeks and then finally we decided to meet up and then in person I felt like we didn't have anything to talk about because we had been texting like non-stop leading up to that have you has that ever happened to you me and Logan literally just talked about this oh last night <laughs> yeah so I think that that's where a lot of people have that similar approach they want to like get to know someone before they meet up just not only for like safety reasons and yeah. meeting up with a total stranger but <clears throat> I personally find it that a lot of times people are so different when you text them versus what that connection looks like in person so I <clears throat> mostly am the person who's like hey I know this is super straightforward but do you want to go get a drink or mm-hmm. whatever just because also, my time time is really valuable, and I just don't want to waste that time just texting someone every day for three weeks, and then you yeah. find out that you're not you're not in that same you know emotional connection at, in person. So. Yeah, makes sense. So, yeah, yeah. Wish I would have listened to this podcast <laughs> before that time. <laughs> Literally, it was so freaking awkward just sitting there. I'm like, okay, yeah. and then we went to dinner, and then we went to get coffee afterwards, and I didn't even drink coffee. <laughs> like, why did I say yes to that? It's so it's so weird, but. So, okay, so you're more of that straightforward person, like, just ask them to go get a drink right away. Is it usually then you, like, offering that first step? Do they offer that right away? I would say that it's probably, like, a handful of both with the the people that I've met up with, yeah. 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 
It's also really weird, I feel like, for, for just online dating, too. I mean, people who are, like, serious about online dating, you guys know that it's, like, a full-time job. Like, you have... <laughs> I mean, also, too, Hinge, there's so many options. Every single day, you could find, like, 20 new people. But, Jeez. I mean, the people that you match with, like, that's, like, 10 conversations you have going at once. And it, it's a lot. But, I mean, you also have to put in that effort to have 10 conversations every single day. Yeah. And then figure out, like, who do you want to meet up with. So, so yeah, so that's how you think something that I'm going through is like, I'm trying to make it still fun. I'm trying to, you know, kind of how we talked about before was how to try to, you know, not get discouraged. Cause I feel like so many people out there just, you know, they're like, Oh, okay. Well like he's good enough. Like let's make a baby. <laughs> like, and but so many people just settle, you yeah. know, and it's, it's, I, I get that. Like it's, it's exhausting. It's mentally, emotionally, and physically, it can be draining mm-hmm. because you have to kiss so many frogs to get to the prince. But I think that that kind of goes into, you know, you can't just settle and you can't just like give up and like have that turn into a negative outlook mm-hmm. because then you're just going to be single forever. Yeah. That's good advice. Kiss a lot of frogs to get to the prince. I know that sounds like so cliche, but it, it is so true. I think with anybody that is now in a long-term relationship, you think about all your past experiences and past exes and like, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> but all of that, all of those things are learning experiences, right? You learn, you learn from the one what you don't want for the next or what you might want for the next or what you would do differently and yeah just going yeah. through those experiences mm-hmm. it makes you the person you are in the next relationship so mm-hmm. so I would say it's more so looking at like what did I learn from this date or situation versus this was a waste of my time yeah to That's stay good. positive look at you yeah positivity Try, I mean it's a process though I mean it's it's definitely something you have to work at it's not just it happens you mm-hmm. know it, it's 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 emotional headspace you have to be in for sure to be dating yeah so I know everybody is wanting to ask the golden question, but what is that? <laughs> Tell us some of your most awkward dating moments or uncomfortable oh. or just weird as fuck <laughs> moments. <laughs> so I would just say like sometimes some guys are just, you know, so straightforward on these apps, just like. You would ask, like, have you gotten any dick pics? And I was like, no. I, I know. I was them. like, wait, nobody's just said. She's like, I don't ask for them. I'm like, yeah, but people don't just send them to you? She's like, no. No. So no dick pics. But it, there there are some really straightforward people who are clearly on there at that app just to have sex. And um, there's also some really clinger people, like mm. the person who I had mentioned the other day about, like, he had said, like, are we hanging out today? And, like, I just wasn't feeling it because he was just had that vibe that was, like, let's hang out, let's hang out. And I was just, like, mm, not for me. And <laughs> then I was trying to be nice and straightforward to, to teach him, like, you need to ease up, like, calm her tits. And so he <laughs> was, like, I'm not trying to be all begging to hang out. And then I didn't respond back. And then on Hinge, he messaged me as well, like, oh, "Oh, bummer. I'm like, this is why you're single. Yeah. So there are some people who I think that just don't understand social cues or, like, how to not be, like, so crazy. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But there are some people who, like, you you think that you had, like, a good connection with. Like, this guy was, like, I grew up with him. uh, And we ended up matching on Hinge as I was going to Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. And then we ended up going on a date after I got back. And um, everything was all la-di-da. And then come to find out that, like, during the middle of sex, he says that he wants, that he's always wanted to have sex with his sister. And he thought that he was dirty talking. I, on the other hand, am having questions if he actually has or has not. And I'm just like, this is not my style of dirty talking. So it's also one of those things you have to find someone who's like on the same sexual level as you as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like it can be really hard for females to 
express what they want because women are so people-pleasing. And mm-hmm. then they also, too, are like, oh, is he going to judge me? Is he not? But that situation was really interesting just looking back in a learning experience because after this whole thing had happened, I was like, so, can we like, talk about what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> like, did you, have you had sex with your sister? Like, were you just dirty tacking? Like, I have so many questions. And then he tried to make me feel bad because what he was saying, he said I wanted him to say those things. And I was like... Interesting. It was a very manipulative situation, and it was I was not expecting that at all. And he, like, tried to make me feel bad for the way that I felt. And I was like, mm, this is weird. Not going to talk to you again. Yeah. So I can... It's, it's... I feel like it's so easy to see people get pressured into relationships and doing things that they don't want to do just because people can easily be manipulated. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it was really interesting so yeah but yeah no I think that that's my weirdest one uh but I, I have gone on a couple dates with people who are really big talkers and <laughs> word vomiters and we didn't talk after that either so <laughs> just too much like too much too much information and we were talking the other day too it's like you know was asking she's like so do I just like ghost him do I just like stop talking to him or like and then we're like no you need to tell him like you yeah. make this a learning experience like so, you know, save save it for the – save the next girl that comes along, you know. It's like, you yeah, know, just helping each other yeah. out. I guess so that would also be my, like, tip of advice. Like, if you guys are talking to someone is – instead of ghosting them, because I feel like that's such a bad culture that we've created, just being straight up with people. Like, hey, I didn't have a good connection with you. Like, mm-hmm. this is just not what I'm into or – um, you know, I like best of luck. Like, don't be an asshole and just like ghost them because then they are never gonna know like what they did wrong. And then that's mm-hmm. when people go into that deep dark spiral of like, it's me. Like, all the things are wrong with me. And then it's a bad image yeah. of themselves. So, so yeah, especially when you actually do have a good connection, if they felt it but you didn't, and yeah. then you're just like, peace out, <clears throat> without actually telling them. Yeah. So. So how do you how do you like practice safety in through all of this? So if somebody is wanting to get an online dating or that they're fearful of that, you know, shit getting kidnapped or something yeah, like what which is true. It, it, I mean, yeah, <laughs> for sure. First tip, don't listen to Crime Junkie podcast because <laughs> that is for sure but one of my favorite things that we do together, but also makes you really paranoid. And I feel like guys don't understand that. Like guys who have gone on dates with and we've like joked about it and he's like that's never gonna happen. I'm like, it does happen. Yeah. So don't don't listen to Crime Junkie if you want to keep your sanity. But <laughs> great podcast plug. But um, it for sure like listening to that podcast really made me aware of like things that I should do. Um, so like every time I do go on a date, I screenshot like what their profile looks like to a couple girlfriends, and then like I had gone on a date to go get drinks, and then we ended up like just crashing at his place. So then I let them know like where I was. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just you really just never know. But um, but yeah, I guess that's also too why I would want to meet up with someone first like before you become like emotionally attached um after three weeks later and you're like thinking that this person is what you think and that it's actually not yeah definitely yeah have not yet been catfished yet though interesting that's good yeah most people i would say look like what they do except due to covid a little heavier yeah (laughs) speaking of covid oh my gosh perfect segue so what was it like so you were dating before covid hit and then all of a sudden what did like dry spell basically yeah, for dating yeah. <laughs> like yeah what, what was that yeah. like or and, and then like what is it like at dating now after mm-hmm. covid is it different at all yeah so i would say that i probably i mean for me personally it was like perfect timing because i ended up kind of like taking a break because half the guy I said he wanted to have his sister <laughs> And that was, like, in January. And then I just got really busy with work and stuff. And then I kind of just took a break. And now I try not to think about 
you know, getting coronavirus due to people that you kiss and whatnot. And it's like, you, I mean, some people joke like, did you wear masks while you had sex? And I'm like, no. <laughs> but I mean, if masks you, if you condoms. feel, yeah, masks and condoms, I should sell it at the same aisle. Um, <laughs> but I mean, if some people like are really worried about that, like I was actually just talking with a good friend of mine who I visited last weekend and she was talking about how she's doing video chats for virtually dating. And oh. I was like, that's really smart. Like if you're really worried about it, then they have that option on Hinge, which is cool. They're like 80% of these people have done a video chat. And I'm like, have they? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So I don't know who actually does it or not, but I don't. But that's just me personally. Yeah. yeah. So then now yeah. after, and even throughout that time now, it's like, it's even hard to like find places to go, like what's mm-hmm. open and what's not open. We're in Michigan and it might be different in Minnesota, but I felt like we're been on like the same phase level throughout all of this, but. Yeah. I did kind of look like an asshole when I was like, yeah, let's go get drinks and play cornhole at this one bar that wasn't open. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we had met up a couple times. <laughs> thankfully and then we went to just a place down the street but i would definitely call places before you commit yeah. to a date <laughs> that's funny don't look like an asshole <laughs> wow so although you're new to this it's it's not been too long you have many experiences and lots of good tips for people so aside from the safety um you were talking about expectations earlier not having expectations and mm-hmm. what other what other tips would you give for people that are maybe thinking about online dating or yeah just started or yeah I also do feel like, first and foremost, that I feel like condoms are so underused, even when you're online dating and single, just because everyone's on birth control. And I would just say that people still can get STDs, and I think that people yeah. forget about that. What the fuck? Yeah. Because, I mean, I I mean, I personally just, I ended up going off of birth control just to see, I haven't been off birth control since I was 16 and I'm 29 now. So I was like, let's just see if like it's actually like my libido normally mm-hmm. off of birth control or if it was birth control that totally tanked it. And that guy who I've been kind of seeing um, was just like, oh my God, I hate using condoms. And I'm like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, that's so true because normally I wouldn't be using a condom, but mm-hmm. you could still get an STD. So mm-hmm. I feel like that just awareness is needs to be talked about more um but also too more so um just having like expectations like we kind of just mentioned is I feel like so many people have like this person like in their head who they're trying to search for but most of the time you're let down on that first date Mm -hmm. because you're like oh he's not who I'm imagining in my head which there's nothing Mm -hmm. wrong to have what you want but there's also a big difference between having standards and being super picky yeah like like, an example would be, you know, someone who has, like, goals and dreams and aspirations, but maybe their job isn't there yet, mm-hmm. but you can tell, like, that's their personality or their drive, or versus someone who, like, wears red socks with shoes versus you, like, white socks. Like, it's that's yeah. picky, and that's just really petty, and if you're going to be a really picky person, you're not ever going to be open to meeting someone who potentially could be the one. Yeah. So When I was in my eHarmony like your eHarmony days I would immediately yeah speaking of picky I would immediately cancel or whatever it was back then um people's profiles if they were wearing Michigan State or Ohio State (laughs) in it I was like I will only date a Michigan fan so fucking stupid although my husband is a diehard Michigan fan so it worked out but yeah just yeah talk about being picky (laughs) so dumb yeah so, all right, so definitely be safe. Definitely don't go in with super high expectations, more go in open-minded, and mm-hmm. you never know what could come from a situation. Um, bring condoms. Wear yeah. condoms. Also, women, too. Like, I feel like I am a person who I expect someone else to have condoms. Yeah. Yeah, just be safe. Because also, too, I feel like it's slowly, if a female doesn't have them and a guy doesn't have them either, a girl's just like, okay, fuck it, let's do it. Like, yeah. 
it's so easy just to give in and then whoops there's a baby for sure and then that's how you some most people like end up getting married settled having a children tire and die I did, I was watching the newest 13 Reasons Why, and there was an episode where the main character, Clay, was having sex with this girl, and he didn't have a condom. I was like, come on, Clay! Like, what are you doing? But the girl had a condom, and yeah. I was like, yes, girl power. I was so, yeah. I was proud in that moment, so. Yeah. I mean, for real, though, like, when have you ever carried condoms? Never. Me? Yeah. Are you asking me? Yeah. I would always carry one condom. You did? Oh, see? You, you're great. I take <laughs> lessons from Rachel. <laughs> Well, you have to think of my background, though, working in working in sexual assault, and true. when I was in my dating phase, yeah, I was working in the ER, True. so okay, it's like, true. fuck yeah, I would see all these people come in with all kinds of crazy things related to sex, and getting, yeah, just, well, that's a different podcast episode, <laughs> but anyways, alright, so how can our, first off, if anybody in Minnesota is listening to this and you know a hot single <laughs> man that is wanting to find his new uh, love love interest... Check out Nina. How can they? How can they find you? Oh, you're so funny. Uh, Nina Honigman on Facebook. Spell, spell your last name for that. It'll oh be in God. the show notes, you're but so just funny. in case. H O N I G M A N. Honigman. Honigman. I love it. And then on Instagram, same thing. Uh, Pure Romance by Nina. Pure Romance by Nina. Yep. Okay. Cool. We'll put it in the show notes. If you have um, questions or comments on the episode, definitely send them. All the info to the Wellness Expertise website is in the. In the show notes, and yeah, check out, find, go find Nina on Hinge. That sounds on so, Hinge. Yeah, that sounds so, I'm like, go find her, but like, no, only if you're cool and single and nice. Truth. Or you want to have a new girlfriend. Like, like you know, friend, friend, so. All right, anyways, guys, thanks for listening. Until next week, um, continue going out there and owning your sexual selves. Enjoy this summer. Apologies for these episodes being so scattered and, you know, one week we launch, one week we don't launch. That's okay. Living my best life out here on the lake life. So um, I will see you guys next week. Until then, bye. Thank you so much for listening today and helping me change the world by spreading sex positive awareness. If you love the show, please subscribe so you never miss an episode and leave a review for others to see. If you want to see me on the daily, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram under Rachel Main or check out my Linktree website in the show's bio for direct links to all my pages. You can also shop my Pure Romance store or become a Pure Romance business owner yourself by visiting pureromance.com slash Rachel Thank you again so, so much. Until next week, go out there and own your sexual self.